0: All oh. right. Tune in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, on the mighty, 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 mighty Nerd DJ's radio network. Man, come on, bro. Y'all already know, man. It's legends around here, and that's it. I don't rock with nobody else. That's it. You know. I, and and today, man, is absolutely no exception, man. We, we got a, a real live fucking superhero. This nigga swims with sharks, flies, planes, helicopters, whatever. This nigga, he, he, he uh is a billionaire. Okay, I'm lying about the billionaire part. However, he is Batman in the flesh, man. Black man in the flesh. What's going on, Blitz? How you doing, bro? What up, though?
1: What's up, my baby? What up, What's though? On,
0: man?
1: Oh, I'm doing good, man. How are you? How the family? Oh, man, family is good, man. All praise due to Allah, man. Everybody's good. Staying out the way, man. We out here in Detroit trying to stay out the way, K. You know how I go. Yo, how you end up in Detroit? Oh shit, it's a long story, man. Actually, I was, this was my last duty station in the Coast Guard, bro. Yep, I was at Air Station Detroit. And uh man, it's a funny story because uh like originally I grew up in New York. My my family was like in New York and Virginia. And uh, I didn't have no family here, man, but I just fucking love Detroit, bro. And I just stayed. It's, it's an actual, it's one monumental story behind why I stayed. I don't know if you want to get into that, but yeah, I just, I just stayed in the D, man, and I grew up here. It's your show, bro. Do what you want to do. Talk about what you want to talk about. Like, like literally, bro, I, I was going on a date with this girl. This is hilarious. I was going on a date with this girl, and I picked her up at her house, and she said, uh. You know, this is back when you had to call in for the movies, right? You had to. We was going to the movies and the dinner, and you we didn't have smartphones. We had to call in and get the movie time. So, I'm calling and see what time the movie was going to start. So we going to either go to dinner first or go to the movie. And she said, "Well, we could go to the movies and dinner, or you could just pay fifty dollars on my light bill, and I could just give you head all night." And right then I knew I was never leaving Michigan. I remember the exact moment, because bro, I swear to God. Been around the world, bro, and I ain't never heard no shit like that. So I like, well, that's it. You gotta change my ID over to Michigan. <laughs> that was, that was 2005 or something like that. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's real, probably. I'm gonna give it to you, real. You wild as fuck for that one, bro. <laughs> bro, it's a sweet guy, bro. And, I, and guess what? I ain't left. I ain't left. I ain't moved out yet. And, and my guess is she's no longer around. Not nah, sharing around, but but she said the president. Okay, I'm
0: she not, I'm not I'm not mad at the honesty in that though. Bro, that shit was dope, bro. Like, come yes. on, man. That was, that was that was dope. First off, whose light bill was $50?
1: Okay, that was back in the day, though. That was back in the day. And but I'm just saying to give you the option. And then you know what? I pondered on it for like 20 seconds. Like, mm, I'm gonna go with option B. All right. And look, she did exactly what she said, bro. <laughs> she that's the best $50 <laughs> I ever spent. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> <like
0: that. clears throat> all right As a matter of fact before we even get into the, the uh because because this nigga swims with sharks and i have Ooh. never met a black man that swims with sharks you know, like, why you do that i'm gonna play this video i can't play the uh that th- that's crazy too bro i can't oh, play the uh the art the the song on it because i don't want it you know i, I don't oh, know yeah, yeah. I have to play the song man. yeah i don't want to do that shit okay. but uh, Y'all need to see, like, this shit is crazy. They're
1: going to think you're capping. No, no. Can you see that? That's in the Bahamas. We had about 20 great hammerheads. That's my boy right there, Rob. His Instagram is Mister Stay Salty 242 We still friends to this day. And I know his moms and his kids and his dad. But we got some great stories, man. My friend Alejandro was out there with me, too. And um, he was the guy who actually introduced me to scuba diving. I gotta tell you how I started scuba diving, man. The story is fucking crazy, bro. Okay, You're never gonna believe it. Yeah, let me. Let, how how did you start scuba diving, and why? Okay. All, all right, so I I could always swim, you know. I was in the coast guard, so I could always always liked the water, right? Mm-hmm. But um, one year my mom and I we went on vacation for my birthday. My birthday is in November, so she was like, "Yo, let's." Pick, she's like, yo, she called me like, yo, man, I haven't seen you. you know, I live in Michigan. She lived in Virginia time. She was like, look, I'm going to take you on vacation for your birthday. So I'm like, okay, bet. She's like, go online and pick anywhere you want to go. And, just, and here's my credit card. Just book it. So we did. We went to Ireland. We stayed in this fucking real nice villa and shit, like some, some old Jay-Z type of shit. Heated marble floor, jacuzzi. It was beautiful. So, you know, while we were there, like the first three days we hung out, then I was with my mom's so I I wanted to go see some girls, you know, hang out on my own, you know. And so she was like, Yo, what you want to do for your birthday? So I was like, you know, I want to do this thing where I could go zip line, you know, you zip line and ride a horse up in the mountain and shit. She was like, Man, your fat ass, she told me she's like, Your fat ass ain't about to do no zip line and climb no fucking mountain. They're gonna bring your black ass down on the donkey. So she was like, I, I ain't paying for that. I'm like, yo, straight up. I said, Ma, I used to hike in the military and all that? She was like, yeah, you was like 100 pounds lighter. nigga." like, no, I'm not paying for that. So I was like, what about scuba diving? She was like, now nah, that i pay for. I know you like the water. And so that's what I want with <clears throat> her. I did this thing called Snuba, where it was actually like a, a snorkel. You're off a hookah regulator, mm-hmm. but you don't have all that heavy equipment. You don't got no tank on. They just give you a mask, a fin, and then your tank is actually in a boat, and there's like a 40 foot hookah lounge. So you put the reg in your mouth and you just kind of swim around looking at fish. And I liked it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this mm-hmm. shit was fire, right? So you're not going to believe this. The guy who was actually the guy at the hotel, me and him, my best friend to this day. That had to really? be like 14 years ago. Yup. Yeah? 14 years ago. So he, 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 um, we, I did that. You know, we, we stayed in touch. I got his number, uh, my friend Alejandro. We just kind of stayed in touch, right? So at the same time, I'm rapping. I'm, I'm rapping. You know, like on the underground so I'm selling my CDs at Bell Isle, Rouge, Northland Mall type shit. And then uh we started getting good success with it, you know, with the music, right? So I ended up meeting uh Mula who's Mula Films he used to be in this this uh company called T M B. It was T and B Z. And they shot my first video Go right okay and uh we did the video and the video the video was fire so we, we just kept they ended up splitting up after that and we I started working with T. Like half okay. of the people went over with B Z, half went over with T. And he's he started Moolah Films, right? Okay. So, so like on my third video, I had this, you know, I'm like an only child, so I got like this fucking crazy imagination. I'm like, yo, I want to do something like Jason Bourne, you know, where like I'm going to I'm, I'm scuba diving into this boat and I, I kill this lady's security and, and then I'm going to kill her and I end up falling in love with her and all that kind of, you no know, some old crazy shit. We actually did the video. But in the video, I wanted to scuba dive up to the boat. So I called my friend Alandro. Yo, man, can you make this happen? So he 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 had his own company. He charged the boat for us. And I still was no scuba diver yet. He pretty much just helped me bullshit, you know, put this on and he put me in about 30 feet of water, said, swim up to the boat, and we did the video, right? Mm-hmm. So so after the video, he says, Yo, man, you should consider getting certified, man. You know, you got good buoyancy, you're not scared in the water. And you should just you should get certified. So he, he planted a seed, you know, and then um shit, a year later, man. I just was at home I'm like Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. And he hooked me up, man. I got certified. That's how that's how the shit started. You know what I'm saying? We didn't start with the sharks, we just started just learning how to scuba dive, you know.
0: Okay, but, okay, but how, how how do you get from there
1: to swimming with sharks? Okay, as you know what happened? We just kind of we was doing it like I'm I'm real composer. My mom called me composer. So we was just literally like once once a month, I would go somewhere and we would dive. We go to Puerto Rico, <clears throat> Jamaica, Florida. We go somewhere and dive. And then one day I was like, I want to step it up, man. Let's let's go fuck with some sharks. And he was excited about it because he had never really seen no big sharks. Like he was from Puerto Rico. So he seen like little reef sharks, which really ain't they not dangerous for real, you know. Like little uh nurse sharks. So we, we plan to go see some big fucking sharks, man. And uh the the first time I did it, you want to hear a funny story about that too? Like the first time of course you had to get all these certifications, you had to be an advanced diver, you had to be nitrox certified, which means you're not breathing regular air, you're breathing enriched air, which means you can go deeper and um you can go deeper for longer, and also there's less service intervals. So, like when you dive. And you go to a certain depth, you have to go on, a, sit on a boat for like an hour to let some of that nitrogen get out your blood or you, you can get deep, um, you can get bent, you know. Okay. So by breathing a special gas, you're able to, you know, like go down for like an hour at 100 feet and then sit on the boat maybe for 30 minutes instead of an hour. So it just, you could get more dives in, right? So I had to get all these certifications before we could do it. Anyway, we get on the boat. I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I was super scared. I had brand new equipment. <clears throat> I didn't know what to expect. And we we get on the dive. It's me and him, and there's just a bunch of white people and shit. We are the only brown people on this dive, you know. And it was like a real cliquish thing, you know. You you from the hood, so you know how it is when you go somewhere and like you are, you are yeah. outsider. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it was that kind of vibe. Like nobody was really talking to us. Nobody wanted. Hey, where you from? It's just like me and him kicking it. We was okay with that, man. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But we get off the boat and we get to about 95 feet is a is a shipwreck, and we get on this fucking shipwreck and the guys is like 25 fucking sharks, man. They 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 bumping you, man. They swimming under your arms, under your legs. It, it was crazy, dog. And then after like 10 minutes, I was scared, bro. But after 10 minutes, I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers ain't ain't trying to kill me, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I remember the guy, man, my friend Josh. We we friends to this day. He uh, I'm on this shipwreck, and he took a fucking big fish, like you know, he had, he, he would shoot fish underwater and mm-hmm. cut them up underwater, bro. He took it and and brought the shark straight to my fucking mouth, like literally took the piece of fish and threw it in my face, and the shark came in, and that was it. I was like, I'm hooked on this shit. Bro. That was fire. And then uh, we get to the surface, and it's a shit show, cause. We get to the we, we go down, it's nice and calm, mm-hmm. get back to the surface, and there's a full storm, bro. Like the sky's black, it's eight foot waves crash on top, you know, and I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm scared, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <clears throat> I'm scared. So the boat is like five miles away. So we're waiting in there for like 15 minutes for this boat to come back, right? So when the when the boat comes back, like you get on the, on the back of the boat where the ladder is at,
0: mm-hmm. and the
1: boat is literally doing this. I'm fucking scared. I got my stuff on so tight I can't breathe. I'm like hyperventilating. I'm like, I got plenty of air. I'm looking at my computer, I got plenty of air. So I'm I'm almost in a panic mode. I am I'm panicking, right? Mm-hmm. So when the boat, when the when the captain calls us over, I'm like, shit, I need to be the first person on the boat because I'm not doing okay. <clears throat> this this white lady gets on the boat. She tries to get on the boat before me, and I I, I swim up and I grabbed her by a ponytail. And I pulled her off of the fucking ladder, bro. You know, and white people started going crazy. Oh my God. Oh my God. He just grabbed Debbie by the ponytail. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm having a fucking emergency. What the fuck? Goddamn, man. I still see the lady today. She, I, that was like 13 years ago. She still won't speak to me. <laughs> That's what it is, buddy. Like, you know. I was scared. I thought I was going to die out there that day. I ain't going to lie.
0: Although I understand that, I would not speak to your ass either.
1: <laughs> no, that shit. Listen, man, listen. I did what I had to do. I was in survival mode at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Because I I didn't know what I know now. You know, but that's that's like anything. Making your bones, you you know, it's called paying dues, man. Anything so, I've done. So how do you go from that to making money at it? That shit. And you know what? That's a crazy story because. But I got like thirty-five stories. I'm sorry, man. So, so after that's I what started, you on the show for, nigga? Tell your story. <laughs> <clears throat> after I started, after I started diving and doing the sharks, I wanted to do some other dives too. Like, I never got bored with the sharks; they were like my first love. But I still wanted to see some other things. Like, I had a bucket list: manta rays, humpback whales, orcas, which I still haven't seen yet. And so I started chopping down that list. I wanted to go see some manta rays. I did some black water dives, like night dives at night, right? So I'm, um, uh, I'm on this night dive and, uh, all these guys got these big fucking cameras. Let me show you, I'm gonna show you my, let me show you my camera housing. It's, it's not built up, but I, I can just show you the, like a house. So this is like, this is like my camera that I take underwater it's called a cam. Okay. but it, it got a whole bunch of shit to go on, like, uh, you know, the dome and the strobes and stuff like that. But, um. You know, when I'm on this boat, I only have a GoPro, like a little, yeah, this just yeah, like the little yeah. action camera, right? So all, when I'm on this boat, all these guys got these big $20,000 fucking cameras, you know? But y'all don't give a fuck about none of that? You know what I'm saying? At the time, I'm like, I'm a black guy. I'm diving all around the world, fucking cameras, right? So, and like I said, it's clickish. So none of these people are talking to me. I'm the only black guy on the boat this time. And I got used to it. I was okay with it. It didn't bother me. Leave me the fuck alone, let me go enjoy my dive, right? So when we get back, when we finish the black dive, it's like 10 o'clock at night. It was beautiful. We get back on the boat, and like all oh, these people are cheering. Oh my God. Oh my God. <clears throat> so I'm like, what's the big deal? You know, and the guy goes, Yo, man, I just found this Nautilus. I've been taking pictures for 20 years and I- I- I've been looking for this one animal and I finally got it. So I'm like, I'm looking at it through the back of the viewfinder. I'm like, okay, look like an alien, you know. And so I said, Yo, man, send me a picture of that to my phone, man, so I could, you know, I could have it. So I was on the boat. So he finally said, Oh, yeah, no problem. It was about an hour to get to the dock, right? Uh-huh. Get to the dock. And I said, Yo, man, here's my email. He said, Oh, bro, bro, somebody already sold. I mean, I already sold it. Somebody bought the picture. So I'm sucking my teeth like this nigga lying, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm thinking he ain't lying. Like, bro, you, how, how the fuck you sell it 45 minutes, you know what I'm saying? You just. Like how you even do that? But he said he uploaded from his camera to his phone to his website. Literally, he showed me the PayPal, a PayPal payment for ten minutes, twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, twenty five fucking grand, bro. And I never, <clears throat> I never gave a fuck about taking pictures into that moment. I, I'm not the type of person. Like I could be motivated. Twenty five thousand dollars, man. Yo. For a fucking picture, and guess what? I went home. I called a bunch of people I knew that, that, that were photographers, my, my friend Jay Schellenberg, and he kind of... I didn't I never owned a camera before in my life, ever. Mm-hmm. So I literally started my whole photography shit underwater. So he's like, yo, get this camera. Get this camera, get this. You need to do this, and don't worry about strobes. All right, let me show you the strobes. where well, you get all- the
0: money for all of this shit, though? Like, how was you flying around the world and diving everywhere?
1: I was a stripper, man. You know what I'm saying? My stripper name was Cholesterol, but listen, listen, man. You're not going to appreciate it, man, but there's a market for fat black motherfuckers who scuba dive, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but yeah, you got to say. <clears throat> so, nah, nah, you, you want to hear, hear how I did it for real though? Yes. All right, look, look at this. I keep like, at the time, I used to always save all of my chains. This is no bullshit, bro. And I had like 10 of these jars, right? So I, I took all the jars to Coinstar, bro. It was like 10 grand. I just bought my camera for that shit. My, my, my girl will tell you. She was like, right I had like 10 of them bitches in my office. And I went and bought a camera. I, I invested in the camera. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And um, the rest was history, I man. I, I won. It, it was um, one of my other friends' name is Merilis Matt. And uh, we call him Matt Geo. Because literally... These two guys, Matt Gio and J- Jay Schellenberg, they should be working for, like, National Jigger. They're the best fucking underwater photographers that I ever met. And, and I'm and I'm good. And these guys are like Michael Jordan. And they, they don't want to fucking do it professionally. They want to do it as a hobby. I was like, bro, if I could do that shit, bro, I'd be fucking a millionaire, bro. And so, so let me tell you a funny story about this guy. On his, on his Instagram page, right, mm-hmm. he never posted a picture of himself. It's just, like, fucking dolphins and he went to Tonga for two months and, and filmed Humback Wells giving birth, all kind of shit you would see on fucking you know on TV, you know. And so I used to always hit him up. Like, yo, man, I want to be a student, bro. Like teach me, man. Like how can I get how can I get a picture like this? Like what I need to do. And and just like anybody else, he, you know, he blew me off, you know, blew me off. And then like we were supposed to meet one time and he had a chance to go to Tonga for like three months to do a research trip with scientists. And blew me off some more. Then he got sick. Blew me off some more. So, you know, I just, I moved on. You know, what I'm saying? I moved on and kept shooting. But guess what? He saw that I was working. You, saw, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He kept seeing like, this guy is not fucking quitting. and he won't stop. And then one day he goes, look, man, what are you doing this week? And I'm like, shit, I, I ain't doing nothing. What's up? He's like, meet me on the boat. You know, meet me here. So I did. <clears throat> I, um... I, I went down to meet him. And this, this is the funny part of the story, right? Me and my friend Alejandro, the guy who told me, right? The Puerto yeah. Rican guy, we, we kind of travel buddies. We we dive buddies. You know, so we, uh-huh. we, we go into the boat. and you know, I got my camera now. I got a big, you know, I got my own equipment, tanks and everything. So we go into the boat. We're in a pier. You know, and this, this guy comes to me. He's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, how you doing, bro?" You know, so put my shirt on the boat. And he goes, yeah, hey, everything good you? I'm like, motherfucker. I go, say hi to you 10 times. You know, I'm still Detroit street guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, we're not fucking friendly like that. You know what I'm saying? So then we get in the boat, and the boat starts going out to the dive site. And I'm talking to my friend Alondra. And he's like, yo. And I'm like, what, man? What? He's like, Blitz, you good? So I'm like, how the fuck you know my name? It was Merrill's Man. I'm like, oh, we joke about this to this day, dog. Like, I was playing him to the left. Because I never had no idea what the fuck he looked like. But oh, wow. Yeah, he was trying to talk to me. He knew what I looked like, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't know who he was,
0: you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure you like are the black guy in the diving community. It's a
1: couple of us. I'm. It's, it's a couple. It's, it's about a handful of us that are good, and then there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers. That, let me tell you something. When you when you do things, okay, like the military, skiing, martial arts, you have people who, and I hate to say this, they just think because they black. It's special, but it's like, bro, don't, don't make a black bar. This one Just be, with no matter who you are, what you are, trying to be the best at it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm the best for black podcasts. I'm going to be the, black, the best podcaster, period. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about me being from the hood and nothing like that. So that's kind of what's happening with the black people. It's like, you see them and it's like, for other black people who scared of the water or can't swim, they're like, oh my God, these guys are great. But it's like, the white people looking at you and laughing like you goofy, bro. like you, don't, you don't okay, know. But you at even at the quote. same time,
0: like I don't give a fuck
1: what they looking like, what they think. L- l- listen, it, it, it's one way to think like that. But like even in the military, you know, my grandmother worked for the police department in New York. Mm-hmm. She always taught me you got to be twice as better to be just as good. My my point is, is you don't got to think what they think, but they the ones who who holding the keys. You know what I'm saying? So you got to go in there and bust ass like somebody saying, well, I'm going to play hockey, but I don't care what the white people say. Well, NHL is white, bro. You know what I'm saying? So why do it if you're going to go in there and just be okay? You know what I'm saying? Now You got yeah, to think, we, think we, about Serena. We
0: we, we started hockey. Just
1: I know that. Okay. In Canada. I know yes. that. But we, we started a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? We started rock and roll. we ain't the ones who benefited off of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, so- tell me about it. So, so that's what I'm saying. You that's want to a, go in there and be the best guitar player, you want to be the best business person. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's I how agree. I kind of look at it. Like, too much of our pa- Look at Think about the Tuskegee Airmen. That's my perfect example. Them Red Tails, they went in there and they never lost one fucking plane. They was the best. Yeah. Well, they was black, white, and the Germans, no, nobody could deny they was the best. So I'm not saying I'm the best. I'm just saying that's the bar I aim for. I don't want to just be the best black guy or the best black pilot, the best black black belt. You know, I want to be the the best, anyway. I want. I want to be in Japan. They say, "Oh, nah, nah, nah." He, he, authentic. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you're a big guy
0: though, bro. Like, how how did you get into ju- jiu-jitsu, Or is that like
1: you've been doing it and you just happen to get a little bigger? Nope, nope. All right, this, this is the story behind that. Like, you know, um, you know, I was rapping. We was getting money. You know what I'm saying? We was getting money. We shooting videos. We going like you said. We going around the world. We driving nice cars, man, and things like that. And um. You know what? What come with that kind of, especially in Detroit, is you are gonna get envy. You gonna get, you gonna get, you know, girls going oh, to yeah. set you up. You know, guys don't like you. You took a picture of my baby mama type shit. You know, all that come with it. And um, this this one chick who I used to help out. You know, she used to be fucked up on her rent. And, you know, just little shit like that. I ain't got no fool. Never fucked with her. Just helped her out, man. She her her boyfriend uh, set me up, man. Tried to kill me and shit. So I'm going in the crib one day. I'm going to check the mail, whatever, and I come out, and uh, now my—let me tell you the mindset I'm in. I grew up in—I grew up in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, right. Uh-huh. Went into the service, and been living in Detroit. So in my mind, I'm one of the hardest niggas out here. You know what I'm saying? Right. In my mind, so you know I'm going to get my mail, and you know I turn around and the nigga got got the 45 in my head. You know what I'm saying? And he like yo, man, get on your knees, nigga. Get on your knees. I'm, I'm looking. Who is this nigga? I've never seen him in my life. But then I look in the car, and I see the girl. I not going to say yeah. her name. But I see the girl. she's looking stupid. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck is up with this? You know? And so he's like, don't look at her, nigga. Look at me, nigga. And the craziest thing, this is the reality check, bro. Pistol was right here in my belt, and I had a knife in my pocket. But at that moment, couldn't do me no good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know how long it takes you to draw that, but in your mind, you'd be thinking you could stop 35 people with a pistol, you know what I'm saying? But that's just in the reality. might get the drop on you. That's, that's that. Right. So I I remember um I remember saying to myself, like, bro, I ain't no way they're gonna let me live. Like it was if it was just a random robbery or something like that, I probably would just say, Fuck it, you know. would you want my watch, you want my car? But they were trying to march me in my crib, like he was trying to tell me to get down and walk into the garage. I'm like, nah. Whatever you gonna do, you wanna do out here in, in the open, you know. And I went for the gun, bro. I went for the gun. And he got the busting bah, 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 bro. I was scared, bro. That shit was blowing off, blowing off. And I remember I had a white neighbor at the time, right? I remember hearing this old white lady fucking screaming, bro. Ah, and I'm like, bitch, call the cops. Like, call, call the police. The fuck is you screaming for? But it was me, bro. I was screaming like an old white Jewish lady. Ah. That bitch was going off, man. I I thought I was gonna die, but but all I kept saying was, bro, don't get shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you do, don't get shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could take a, a cut, an ass beating, whatever they got, hit with a rock. But if you get shot, that's gonna be final. So he, he dumped that bitch until it was over, man. We got the scuffling and I was just going for it. I know. I was trying to punch him and bite him. He tried to put his finger in my bit his finger off. And that was that, man. The motherfucker, uh he got away. He, he got away. They locked the girl up. They stopped me because the whole shit was going on. They didn't know who was who. Come to find out. Come to find out this nigga had murdered over 10 people, dog. Nigga was a killer, yup. They um the US Marshals came to my crib and was like, oh yeah, he 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 was one in like three different states for uh, like robbing drug dealers, you know. And, and I'm gonna tell you the crazy thing, they were showing me these pictures on the iPad, right? And all the pictures, the people had like stab wounds through their hands, right? So I'm like, what the fuck was he doing? Torturing them and shit? He's like, nah, he, he would tell me to get on their knees, same thing he told me, and they would put their hands behind their back and he would shoot them through their hands through the back of the head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, so he had murdered a bunch of people, man. And uh, he was one in like Maryland, Illinois, and uh New York. Yeah. You know? Motherfucker was a killer, man. So I could he was really he was like that. He was really trying to kill a nigga, you know what I'm saying. That's and so, crazy. um, yeah. When I found that out, man, when I found that shit out, I was like, "Yo, man, I need to, I need to learn something." You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, sometimes you got to sit back and have a reality check with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and that was one of them. I was like, "Bro, you really not nice. you tough here in your heart, but you really don't. You really ain't as bad as you think." You know what I'm saying? You ain't you know got you the mean? tools. Boom. That's the exact word. You yeah. ain't got the tools. You so, need the tools. So and where you
0: at, jujitsu wise now? Like, like how far up did you get?
1: Um, I'm a sign down. That's my that's my third degree black belt right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm an instructor, but but guess what? I still train my sensor. I still go get beat up once a week and let him fuck me up and kick me and choke me out. And you know what? When I all right. So let me tell you this story. I, I know I'm going over, but but um, I went to a bunch of different schools here in Detroit. Cause guess what? Mm-hmm. I, I never had no experience with no martial arts. I didn't know the difference from Kung Fu or Taekwondo or Karate, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I went to a bunch, I went to a my Maga school here. They was terrible. You know, I'm like, yo, the nigga had the gun in my head right here. And the guy was like trying to kick my hand and shout out. I, I just knew, I I didn't know what was good, but I knew that was going to work on 7 Mile, you feel me? So I, I went to a karate school and, and, and the guy was like, I was like, yo, the guy I took my pistol. I said, the guy had the gun in me, and this motherfucker was trying to kick the gun out of my hand. He was like, it was literally lowering my hand, trying to kill like, my bro. What's this shot you from just backing up and blow, and blowing you? You know? He goes, oh no, no, that was it. So then I was getting discouraged, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. I go to a BJJ school, and they just wrestled. The guy was like pulling me down on the ground, like, bro, I got a gun in my hand. Like, you pulling me down on top of you with a gun in my hand. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let's say if I didn't have the gun, he's like, "One well, BJJ, we're not allowed to have guns." I'm like, in the streets, motherfuckers got everything—guns, knives, bombs, you know, pimples. You got everything. Like, so he was like, "No, no, this is—that's against the rules in here." So I, I just had give I had given up, right? So I go, I said, well, "You know, steven has got a pretty bad motherfucker, man. He like he legit. You know, let me Google, you know, what he does. It came up as Aikido. and my sensei he." he's he's ranked in Jiu-Jitsu and also Aikido also. Uh-huh. So when when I put in Aikido, my sensei now, John Parks, his name came up, and um, he looked corny, man. Corny, old, white, corny. If you see him, you'd think you would bust his ass, you know. So I go to his dojo, all all white students, which wasn't no a big deal, but it just was like, oh, man, what's this guy going to teach me? You know, and he's super, he's like, he talk like Bob Barker. He's like, hold on, I'm... John apart from that. Just fuck it. I'm just gonna have to walk around with my pistol out and hope don't let nobody get the drop of me, right? So so he goes, Yeah, well, well what brings you in? And I told him this happened and the guy tried to rob me broad daylight in front of my crib. And I was living in the suburb, like in Nova, you know, where I'm supposed to be safe, safe. Man, he goes, Well, he had all these rubber pistols. He goes, go, go get a pistol and show me. So as soon as I get the pistol and I go to put up to his head, he puts his hands up. I'm like, yeah, the guy said, and before I could know it, he had the gun and had it in my mouth, bro. And walked me around with that pistol in my fucking mouth. And I was helpless, bro. Like, like, mind you, it scared me because it was nothing I could do. He put me on my knees, picked me up, turned me around. He's like, look, I can make him pull a trigger. And my fingerprint's not even on the trigger. And that was, that was that. I stayed with him ever since, you know. And he, he the real deal, man. You know, he, he, he teach you real shit. He's like, if there's a knife involved, you're going to get cut. You know what I'm saying? Just don't get cut here. Don't get cut here. Don't get cut in your stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he teach you real life shit. And, and you know what he says? None of this shit going to make you invisible. It's just more tools in your toolbox. He used to tell us, if the only thing you have is a hammer, every problem is going to be a nail. You know what I'm saying? You might just need some tape or a screwdriver or a chainsaw or some paint. You know what I'm saying? So he he te- he didn't just teach you like physical shit. He taught you some spiritual shit in there too and you know, the more I learned, the more I kind of just became a better person. I think you know what I'm saying. Okay, so, rap
0: artist, nigga like dives with sharks, jujitsu. What's what? What else? Oh, the the pilot. I know you do not want to talk about pilot, but we gotta add that to
1: the resume, bro. Like you're fucking, you're you're a superhero, bro. Bro, U.S. Coast Guard, man. We we started out the air station in uh. North Carolina and it just wasn't a it wasn't a lot of brothers, you know what I'm saying? There was three of us. And that back then they had this they had this thing called the MORE program. Um the minority officer recruit effort. It was like a uh it was affirmative action, which they done away with it. But all right, so look, to tell you that when I the the way I found out about the Coast Guard was my family all worked for the police department in New York. My mom, my aunt, and my grandmother, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be a cop. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to be a cop. I didn't want to work for the police department. But I was in the Nation of Islam. So I wanted to go to school, but I didn't want to stay in New York. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a dilemma because it was like all the Nation of Islam, people at, at number seven and, you know, at the mosque and stuff, they just they just kind of sold newspapers and just, you know, they they were fighting the fight, you know. But I just I, – I knew I wanted to do more, bro. So okay. – you know, I just one day I, I met a guy in the supermarket, and he was in the Coast Guard, a brother too. I was like, "Yo, man, you know what precinct you work at?" You know, "No, I ain't no cop. No, I'm in the Coast Guard." And I was like, "What's that about?" You know. So I, when I researched it, mm-hmm. the thing that separated the Coast Guard from like all the rest of the branches is that they go rescue people, bro. Right? They they literally go to help people. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we I I, I respect all the other branches, but I didn't want to leave you know, Brooklyn to go kill poor people around the world and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, in my heart, that's what I still remember Mr. Farrakhan saying that, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, mm-hmm. I was saying, like, you know, if I joined the Coast Guard, I got the chance to go save people, you know what I'm saying? Go help people. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's what I wanted to do, man. It's like, bro, it was a way for me to get out, a way for me to go to school, and travel, and still help people, not have to be killing people and shit. I, I ain't no killer, bro, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a person who never who, who enjoyed hurting people? Like, I will hurt you though, you know what I'm saying? If it gotta be a me and you situation, but I ain't never take no pleasure in seeing nobody hurt or in pain, you know what I'm saying? Never?
0: They never beat a nigga up to deserved it and have been like, Yeah, I beat that nigga ass.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I didn't take pleasure in it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of pl- like, that's kind of taking pleasure in it. <laughs> you are <a> wild. T- <laughs> I'm just no, I, I, I mean, look. Look, I beat my students up, but you know it's 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 well, that's different. Stuff. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's different. a that's a teaching moment. I, I never I never did, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, man. I, when I think about it, I ain't feel bad about it. But I'm going it like this. If I could walk around, if I could go around that shit, I will every time. I I do it now. You know what I'm saying? All right. One time I was in Hawaii, and I'm on this boat, right? <laughs> Me and this guy still friends to this day. Big stocky army white boy man, you know, muscle on top of muscles. You know, he drinking a beer. You know, he driving the boat with his shirt off. So this is just this was just a snorkel trip. It wasn't no diving thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I told him, you know, when when they, when they see my camera come out the bag, he's like, oh shit, damn man, you got that pro camera? Show me, like, I'm a professional, you know? He like, where? So he goes, damn man, I didn't even think y'all people could swim. Okay, read you loud and clear, right? I ain't gonna fuck with you while you're driving the boat. You know, that's the lifeline. As soon as he put that bitch in park, okay? I said, man, let me show you some else I could do, and I got to fucking him up. Now this was fun. I'm fucking him <laughs> up, and I'm this big fat guy, and he's this guy almost, and I'm he's screaming like a fucking ah ah. And then when I finished it, I threw him off the boat. I threw him off the boat, splash, right? So like all the all the rest of the passengers, they they looking at me he's like, oh shit. Fuck! Is he gonna kill us? You know. So he had another guy I worked with him, and he was like, "Dude, dude, he just threw the fucking captain boat. So I said, "Man, come here, man!" And this guy dove off the boat. He jumped off the boat. That was pleasurable. I ain't gonna lie, man. Captain Roots. Hey, hey, look up his Instagram, Captain Roots. He'll tell you the story is true. Captain, he dropped big ass yachts for for a billionaire now. But yeah, that was that was 2018 in Hawaii. Every now and then, you gotta let a motherfucking know. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, I, I be trying not to just fuck people up, man. I, I, I'm I'm trying to be a beacon of light for these kids, you know. And and, and it be hard for me to tell the kids like, you gotta walk this way, talk this way, and then you gotta you gotta live that example, you know. So that's it.
0: So how do you get to you get from all of that to to making shirts and jackets?
1: Yo, yo, yo! All right, so the, you're not gonna believe how all this shit just fucking literally happened one day. Me and my, All right, I bought my camera, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: I bought my camera. So on the pictures, on people's pictures, let me see if I got it. On people's pictures, like the actual photographers I work with, they mm-hmm. have like a little script, all right? So like it'll say Joseph, you know, and it'd be like a little signature on the picture right. to let people know when they see it on Instagram or a print that it's your picture, right? Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, like, bro, I can't even read that shit, bro. Like even if you see it on Instagram, you're not going to be able to make out that's Ali or Joseph. It just looked like, like some hieroglyphic. So I told my guy, I said, you know what? I'm gonna do I'm, I'm gonna make a logo, bro. I'm gonna make a logo for myself. And boom, I'm gonna skim them bitches on my pictures. And I remember all like the guy who told my friend uh, Josh, who oh, told man. me what camera to get and kind of brought me in the game. He was like, Man, that's ghetto, bro. That's ghetto. This ain't gonna look professional, man. Don't do I said hey, that's why I made work, bro, because nobody else doing it. And and this is the logo I came up with. It's my favorite shark the Hammerhead shark, and then I put my name, uh, my Instagram name, Blitz from BK, and it's on all my pictures. Like, and I can't lift my computer up, but on all the pictures that I print that I sell to people, it has that logo. Let me let me show you one thing. Hold on. Yeah, the logo is fire, by the way, too. The logo fire, right? All right, so look. This this is my friend uh Alejandro. I don't know if you can, can you see the logo, see the logo right here?
0: No. You got like the, the it this something reflecting on it.
1: There's a glare, yeah. But yeah. All, all my pictures, I was I was putting that, right? Mm-hmm. I was putting on my pictures, and guess what? People started buying my fucking pictures, bro. And they was like, yo, that's and, and then what I would do, I was I was signing, right? So getting into the clothes, one that to my guy I said, Yo, man, shit. So my, my pictures are starting to sell now. I should try to make me like a hoodie. You know, I'm gonna make a hoodie with my logo on it, you know what I'm saying? And and see what it does. So the 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 company I contacted, they had a minimum. The minimum was like 20 Yeah. let it was like $30 a piece. I'm like, damn, that's a lot. It's a lot of hoodies for me to wear. You know, I said, maybe I could sell them or something like that. But I really, I got tired of traveling. I'm traveling around the world, and I'm wearing North Face and Adidas. So I said, fuck it. Give, give me the 20 You know what I'm saying? I might can sell them. If not, I just wear them, all. Fuck it. So I ordered them. They come in. Guess what, bro? In two hours, I saw 20 fucking hoodies. <clears throat> no lie, I posted it on Instagram, and in two hours, I'm like, "How much?" And I was selling them bitches for a hundred dollars, cause there was there was like uh, Chanel big ass patch, you know, sewn so on, and they man, they ate them bitches up, man. All of my friends, Mula bought about seven of them bitches right off the rip. They boy like bring them down, bring them down to the to the strip, you know. Okay, you gotta tell you gotta tell your boy Murder
0: to come on the show too. By the way, what? Say lies, bro. Here, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Her, yo, yo, who's doing your videos though, man? For your for your uh your your, your clothing.
1: I do my own shit.
0: Yeah, bro. We gotta get somebody to do your videos for you, bro. I got somebody for you.
1: Okay. I bet. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, you, so look, look, look,
1: look, look, it wasn't even clothing at first. It was it was merged, bro. It was just merch. I was just doing this. This is my original logo.
0: Black right. and blue. That's
1: the one that's on my pictures. Then then I went to this one right here. Like my next one was like uh my next one was like a black and red. So that's fire right there. I like that. Yo, after I did the um at, wait, how the fuck where's my camera at? Yeah, my, it, it, there you go. There you go. All right. So
0: yeah,
1: after I did camera. um after I did uh the black and red, everybody who bought the blue came back for the black and red. So I said, oh shit, this shit is taking off, man. So then I did I did a black and purple. Same thing. Same thing. So that's okay. Now I'm gonna start being a little bit more creative. And then I did a um, I did one with a housing with a tiger shark in the middle, and that shit blew. It It just it just kept going crazy. Every every idea I was coming up, it was like I was getting blessed. But I was doing stuff that was true to myself. You feel me? So, but then I did um after I did the one with the camera, it's like it looked just like my camera housing. I got one here somewhere, but it it basically like the camera housing and then the dome. And you can see the tiger shark biting in the dong. That's I dope. That was-
0: and I'm, I'm I'm sorry, man. I, 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 was, I was listening. But I never, first off, I've never known anybody named Taft.
1: But to see that? two people named Taft, like I'm looking oh, at the comments. That, that, that's my that's my um, those are my uncles. That's my I got my uncle Hassan and my uncle Suton, right? And um their first name was Taft of my granddad. Well they coming? I can't see no comments. It's only on your side. Uh on YouTube. Oh yeah, it's, it's, those are my uncles, yeah. Like the way I got it set up uh for
0: StreamYard is like if you no, no matter where you comment, it'll show up for me.
1: Yeah, those are my uncles. So, like, those, those are my mothers. Yeah. So they both named Taft? Yep, after my granddad. But but we don't we don't use first names like like my middle name is Ali. All my family called me Ali, right? Everybody, everybody here called me Blitz, but like my family. Me, Ali, but my first name is Sultan, so this is a weird thing. Like, no, we, we don't, nobody goes by their first names in my whole family. Like, my aunt, her name is Sadia, that's her middle name, and then my uncles, they both, they both of their first names is Tab, both of their last names is Watson, but their middle name is Hassan Sultan. Oh, they, okay, yeah, they, so both
0: they, of them
1: all here. They used to go to jail for shit like that. I, I'm telling all their business, like, like one of them, oh. I have a warrant, seriously, one of them, I have a warrant. And then, like, the other one will get pulled over, and they won't, the cops won't believe them. I'm like, hey, man. Terry, like, no, no, that's my older brother. Man, like, motherfucker, get out the car. You're going to jail. You know? I can understand
0: that. Like, my, <laughs> most, my, my middle school was William H. Taft. That's the only time I've ever heard that name. Heard Taft. Taft.
1: It's a little weird name and shit. You know what I'm saying? It,
0: it, that, that's a unique name, I will say. That's definitely an old-ass name.
1: It's an old, it's an old gay white man name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But only only my young <laughs> uncle is gay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the He married and shit. He married. He ain't gay me and him, me and him was close in age and shit, right? So so like we we uh we was like close, but we kind of fucking was like we clashed because we was like we was like seven years apart, man. I used to just I used to terrorize this motherfucker, man. To this day, to this day, but but he he my rich uncle now, like he's fucking like a not a billionaire, but he he worth a lot of money, man. He like hundreds of millions of dollars and shit.
0: He don't man, give a you, shit. you you want to sponsor the show? We don't mind Tafts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my uncle, man. You know that that shit is crazy, man. But but yeah, that's how the shit turns our clothing line. Like it was just merch, and I wasn't even trying to make no money when I first got it. Is like I say, sometimes, a lot of the times in my life, like God just pretty much. Will just line me up, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't never press nothing, bro. Like, you want to hear something funny about the Coast Guard? It's gonna fuck you up. I was in JRTC, you know what that is? I don't. Like a little, the, it's like a little military, like thing. Like in high oh school. oh, like ROTC. In high yeah, school. ROTC. Yeah, I got well, ROTC is like the college version, and then JRTC is the high school version. Okay. All right, so so I was in JRTC, but I was only in that shit for like. Two weeks, you know what I'm saying? It just was too much, man. I'm marching around school and wearing uniform. I'm like, fuck that. I ain't doing it, right? So when I um when I got to like I probably shouldn't say this, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm just gonna tell you straight up, man. When I got to like the tenth grade, bro, I dropped out of school, bro. I dropped okay. out of school this being this being a fucking dummy and shit. Dropped out of school. I just had a bunch of shit going on. You know, so I dropped out of school, but then I ended up uh Going to get my GED, right? Mm-hmm. My mom was like, "Yo, go get your GED." You know what I'm saying? Just don't be out here, you know, crazy. So, I got my GED. Got one of the highest scores in the state. Yeah, they mm-hmm. told me that when I picked up my GED. So, um I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go to the Coast Guard with this GED and try to go to school and everything." So, so when I um when I go to the recruiter, he's like, "Yo, man, if you did any GRTC, if you did four years." You automatically get promoted to E5 from an E1. Uh-huh. What? What? So I go to my old high school, right? And My me this ain't guy. I go to the, he's an admiral. I go to this old white commander, and I'm like, hey, how you doing, admiral? Um, you know, you remember me? Uh, you know, I was in in JRTC, and I'm about to go in the Coast Guard next week. I was wondering if I could get some paperwork for you, so I could take it to them. You know, so I could get into this program. He goes, go to lunch, come back in an hour. He he wrote me a certificate said I did four years, bro. One in the that game is 85. five. Man, what?
0: Man, that game, what? that that was that was a bag right there, bro.
1: I've been bullshitting my way through life, bro. i ain't gonna lie. Let's keep it a let's keep it a buck, okay? I've been bullshitting my way. Look, look, get the <laughs> listen, get the boot camp right. I get I get the boot I get the boot camp right, and I never played a fucking instrument a in day in my life. I never played a piano, a guitar, nothing. Just beatbox on the t- you know banging on the table, bebop, right. So the 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 um. The bugle the drum corps command he goes we get off the bus and shit. you know they, they shave your head and put you in the uniform and, shit. and then we sitting out in the in the fucking lawn he goes do you have anybody who played any instruments in a high school band so motherfuckers got the raise in their hands. hand he's like what'd you play trombone come on saxophone come come on so i seen a couple white boys like oh, i played the snare drum. I'm like, shit, snare drum and then this big doofy white boy was like yo I played the bass drums. I, I raised my hand, you know. He was like, yo, what'd you play? I was like, the bass drum. All right, come on out, right? So basically, boot camp was like four months, bro. Every day out of them four months, we got to go in the air conditioning, bro. Not swimming, not running. And we got fucking, it's catered. We got sandwiches and juice and chips. And we get to fucking play music all day, boy. What? I was in that Didn't know nothing. I didn't even know how to put the drum on. When I'm watching the white dude, you gotta put this drum on, put them over your shoulders and put the strap around. And I watched him do it, he helped me put it on. And guess what? I, I self-taught myself. Shit. Really? It was, yeah, I self-taught. I mean how to play a bass drum is hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And I remember uh our first parade we did 4th of July in New Jersey, right? This shit funny as hell. So the drum, the, the bugle, man, he walking in the front with that big ass stick, you know what I'm saying? He. Mm-hmm. he it's, it's about a hundred of us. It's the biggest fuck is the Coast Guard, um, drum corps, right? right? And all we had to do was every left foot hit the drum. It was the easiest shit ever. Boom, boom. Every left foot, the camera. Boom. So one day I was feeling myself. It was all these black girls, all these girls in bikinis and shit. So I hip hopped the shit. It was like boom. And I was like boom, 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 boom. He looked over. He looked, hey, hey, look, God. He looked over at me. and was like. Like that's it. And now then I then I took it too far. Then I thought boom put the boom. I just I, I just did I did the regular shit and then every now and then I just, boom put the boom but boom 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 Right. So so my mom when when I graduated from boot camp, I got in some trouble and had got reverted one week back. So like if you fuck up, if you get in trouble, they move you a week backwards. So like say if you are supposed to graduate. This Monday, you get reverted. You don't graduate to the next Monday right? with the class behind you. So I had gotten in trouble one time already. And I was 16. I went in at 16. I dropped out of high school. So the dope thing about that is by the time all my friends, my classmates got their shit together, I was already high-ranking in the Coast Guard. Like they came in at like 18 and 19. I was running shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it worked you out. Went in at 16? No, is that even fucking legal? My mother had to emancipate me. Hey Ma, if you want there, text, type on there so they know I'm not on all and stuff. But my mom took me down to the court and emancipated me. yeah. this this shit is like it is like some kind of superhero movie, bro. But I told you, nigga, you a superhero. I would tell you, and I have shit to do with me, bro. Like, like literally, I just be here for the ride, bro. Okay, it kind of does have something to do with you because you the main character. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you straight up like this wasn't you know how people be like i'm self-made i'm playing that guy the mud not me i don't fucking know how i got here like literally i was already the man like when i learned how to scuba top i was already skiing been in the military rapping fucking with mula we had did 211 buffed up all of that shit, and then boom that happens you know what i'm saying oh, like, wait, wait, wait. you did buffed up what we started that shit, bro murder pain all that bro i could send you the pictures when we did 211 listen we was going around doing the movie. Oh no, no no
0: no no! But buffed up, buffed up. I'm sorry, but buffed up okay. is a fucking classic, man. I'm just, what? I, I I still I watched buffed up. Maybe matter of fact, when did I interview? Uh, did I interviewed Thomas L. Harris. I don't know. Come yeah, well, about two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I watched buffed up like right before the interview, just just because. Did you no. Did you see five all?
1: Yeah. We see that one yet? We did a bunch of movies, bro. Like before we got real popular, bro. Our first three movies was. I'm gonna say our first four it was two eleven, Buffed Up, <clears throat> 5-0, and then Plug Love. Them, them those four that solidified us that like we wasn't just you know, just the run of the mill. Everybody shoot movies now, type of shit. You know what I'm saying?
0: I think I seen Plug Love. Yeah, Plug yeah, Love. Yeah, 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 Atlanta, tab, dude does have the best stories ever. 17 after boot camp, she thought. At AKA Lambda Omega chapter. I'm
1: assuming that's mom's. That's my mom's. What's she talking about? What'd she say? She said
0: 17 after boot camp.
1: Yeah, I, I was 16 when I won there. I was 17 when I graduated. I, I was, when I my first year in the service, I was making all this money. I couldn't even buy a fucking car, dog. I had to wait till I was 18. They wouldn't let me sign a contract or or, or get a license. Oh, I got, a, you want to hear another funny? St- this is another funny Coast Guard story. What you got?
0: Let's hear How it. How much time
1: we got? Because I don't want to keep overrunning them shit. Then we got like ten, bro. Like this, okay. this is this is your story, okay. bro. Let me let me let me tell you how hilarious. This is a hilarious story. Me being young and dumb and not knowing better, right, bro? You are gonna get the most pussy in the uniform, bro? But do I know that? No, no. So I'm I'm getting off of work, taking my uniform off and putting in the goatee, and putting on a, a chain and two finger ring, Tommy Hilfiger, and some Timberlands, and trying to get, and trying to score with these chicks. So I remember it was just... This one chick, it was a Dairy Queen right across from the base, right? I was in North Carolina. Bad black girl, man. Just gorgeous, man. Beautiful, bro. And every day, oh, Charlie, yo, shorty, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Let me get a number three. Write your number down. I'm going to take you out later. You know, she's just, just playing me, man. Uh, next, next. So I'm like, damn. Damn, what's up with you, man? You know what I'm saying? So, so one day we had to do like a parade. I think it was like Thanksgiving or something like that. So, we had to put on our class A's, you know, white barracks cap, white gloves. Mm-hmm. You know, we did the color guard for the parade. So, you know, me and a bunch of my friends, we go in there in our uniform, you know. And <clears throat> by this time, I had stopped trying to talk to the girl. I had, I had been there for like six months and she ain't never give me no play. So, right. I'm just ordering. She's like, oh, oh my God, what? Yeah, you're in the Coast Guard? Like, oh my God, wait, I never knew that one. So, I'm like, yeah, bitch, like, Damn, yeah, you know, I've been trying to holler at you for six months. So she's like, Yo, take my number. Take my number. I'm like, what? Bro, do you know who I am? She was like, Yeah, I just thought you was one of these guys from New Bern. I, I didn't know. All right, whatever, man. You know, a win is a win. I don't care how I win. I'm gonna take the win, you know.
0: Hey bro, so h- h- hold on. Your, your mama said you're getting too wild. I'm getting too wild. Yeah, she said, put your filter on. Oh shit.
1: That's a <laughs> <her> famous <laughs> word, filter alley. Like filter. I gotta finish the story, Mama. Just mute your phone for a minute, all right? I'm not gonna talk about the peanut butter and the boiled egg. <coughs> all right. Long story short, listen to this. This this is my first. I I get the girl. We had these nice houses on the beach, like the government paid for, right? So mm. I take I take her into the apartment. It's on the beach. I had a roommate though, and she she just start coming out of her clothes. So I'm like, yeah, that's what sucks. So I got on the bed, whatever. I used to keep condoms in my pillow, right? So I'm in my pillowcase, and I can't find a condom. So I'm like, fuck, my roommate must have came and took my condom.
0: You know how wild that is, though, right? What, to keep condoms in your pillow? Yes,
1: nigga, that's ridiculous. Nah, I got shit worse than that. Oh,
0: God.
1: Man, now I ain't going to tell this on, on this story. But look, so then I go to my neighbor's, my, my roommate's room. And I'm, I'm literally tossing his room. I'm flipping his mattress. I'm dump- dumping all his clothes and shit on the floor. Can't find no rubbers, so she's literally in there, like in her underwear. So it was, a, it was a gas station, like about right in front of my door. You know, So I'm like, yo, I'll be right back. So she's like, no, no, come on, you want the I'm Like, yo, I ain't got no fucking rubber. I'ma go. So I, I, I was 17 then. I was there and back in like two minutes, no sweat. You know, so I come back with the rubbers. Now she got all her clothes on. So I'm like, yo, come on, you know, come on. Now she treat me like I'm about to rape her. Basically, she's like, yo, no. I said no. So I'm like, damn, okay. You sure? She like, yeah. Just take me home. This. And she only been in my house about 15 minutes. All right. I took her home. All right? took her home. The very next day, I go into the Dairy Queen. She right back on her bullshit. just like, can, can I take your orders. I'm like, yo, Monica, you know it's me. Would, would that conclude your orders? I'm like, All right. We right back to zero. Right. Two two or three months later, I go to leave to go to a school, go to San mm-hmm. Francisco. Right. Bro, she was three months pregnant, bro. Yeah, she was trying to trap you, bro. Bro, that's what I'm saying. So, it just, you know, the game is crazy, man. You know, it's, it's pitfalls in these games out here for y'all for young kids, man. Y'all young brothers, man. You know what them uniforms mean? Benefits. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Forever. 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 Yes. That's true. Your
0: that's kid true. is forever set up
1: that's true you know, and,
0: and I, <laughs> that's, that's true. I you know uh, our job is to protect and provide
1: yeah you
0: true. know she just did a really poor job of going about that
1: man but i just i just never even had thought that you know what i'm saying like you know in life man listen listen it, it's going to be ups and downs my, my my main point i'm telling you jobs is that um you know if you put your faith in god you put your faith in God, man. You're never going to come second, bro. I think your grandma, think your grandma is, is is tapped in, too. Salam alaikum, grandma.
0: Yeah, and, and she's, she's not pleased. She's not?
1: She's not. Your language, bro. Oh, grandma, I ain't know you. No, my grandma don't even know how to use her phone. I ain't know you was on here. My bad. she
0: says grandson language. Oh, and if her name is Margaret Watson.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Ma'am, I had absolutely nothing to do with that. I'm sorry, Grandma. I didn't day know day you was on here. I that's, that's completely I your grandson. Yes, I'm throwing you all the way under the bus.
1: <laughs> I would have kept it alive, Grandma. I didn't know Grandma was on there. Well, now I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> see, see. But look, Grandma, I did say, I did say, put God first. So, my grandma, she's like, she's the matriarch of my family, and we're Muslims, so she, she, she don't play. She don't play. So, do you do you go to the mosque in Detroit? Yeah. You know what? I, I used to go to the mosque um, in Detroit. But, um, like, after COVID, uh, we just started doing, like, Juma and stuff like that on Zoom, like how we doing it. Mm. Um, you know, My grandmother's imam. Hey, he just got his own mosque. He's in there in Virginia. You know, so, he's got his own mosque. Like, so, you important. went to number one then? I, I grew up at number seven in New York. No, I'm talking about I, in Detroit though. In Detroit, I, I couldn't get along with the guys at number one, man. I was always having problems and guess what? Like I knew I know Mr. Troy before me that's was
0: my that, Yeah,
1: that's my guy right there. Yeah, it was Mr. Dawu when I first got here. But for some reason, man, every time I would go go to like the men's meetings, stuff like that, I would get in trouble. I don't know what it was. I've been in Miles all around Atlanta, San Francisco, something about number one. They didn't just get get along with me. And guess what? I know. Elijah Farrakhan, I know Mustafa Farrakhan, I know all of the high-ranking people in Chicago. But somebody number one, every time I go there, it's like a I ain't go to altercation, but like I, every single time I get into it with the brothers, I just stop going. I just go to like a
0: a regular Sunni oh, mom. Yeah, man, uh, Student Minister Troy, man, that's
1: that's that's my guy right there. He's a good brother. Yeah, he's a good yeah. brother. Yeah. Good, good brother. I I'll probably see you on Savings Day. Man, we had Savings Day here a few times like the I know, last. I went,
0: what year was that? Because my best friend got us. Like he, he's a, a lawyer there, uh, in Detroit. What's his and, name? Uh, Dewey. Dewey. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I, I shouldn't even have said that. This nigga, I swear, this niggas in the CIA or some shit. But Probably he, so. He's not, but uh, he just hates people knowing who he is. Who
1: man. he is. Yeah. All man, right. Oh Th- that's that's a lesson in itself, man. Uh, this is another lesson I learned. All the high level people, they quiet. I, yeah. I literally can know somebody's not who they say he is because they doing too much of it. Like even Moolah, go to Mula found to my girlfriend, I said, listen, you're gonna see me, murder shorty rich, you know, Cho, all of us jeweled out, flies hell fresh, and T gonna be over there in some sweatpants and a t-shirt. And he the owner, he our boss, you know what I'm saying? And you would never know it. He's still like that. He's still like that to this day, you know what I'm saying? Like we used to get into arguments. I'm like, bro. I just paid you five grand. Like, what are you doing with your money? What are you doing with your money, bro? Like, what are you, why are you dressing like this? You know? And I had to learn it, bro. Like, bro, you know, he owns buildings, bro. Like about about a year ago, I, I go to see him and he's like, I just got this building, you know. So he, I'm like, I, I get outside, I call I say, yo, what what apartment you in, bro? He goes, What? I own a building. I was there right there. But he buying up his neighborhood, man. Buying up that whole he bought a church, all kinds of stuff. Like the boy really is who we say he is, and guess what? You would never know it. You, you would never know I it. I mean, man. rich
0: people stunt; they just stunt for other rich people. Oh, or oh, they stunt for themselves. Basically, I had to learn that. I mean, well, you know, they stunting for other, you know, they showing out for other rich people. Like they, they don't need to, they don't need to wear their wealth. That's true. But they'll drive their wealth. That's they'll true. They're living their wealth. That's true. And they will damn sure put their money into a boat or a plane.
1: Oh man, easy any day. Yeah, any day. Know, so
0: it's it still you know they still show off. They just yeah. ain't showing off for both. Different
1: type of show off. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah it's you
0: know. True, I, I ever I ever get rich, I don't need to wear. Car- well, I don't wear. I'm not buying no cardies now. Well, that's just me. I'm so old, fat, black dude. You man, know? that's what I'm saying. Niggas dying what? over cardies. I don't want
1: to do that. why kill, yeah, kill you dead. Yeah. Over a pair I- of glasses. Man, I, I remember I had like a, I had a $25,000 watch at one time, you know, me not knowing the Detroit culture, kind of like trying to just coming in, and the girl told me, she was like, we went to Zeman's or something like that, and the guy was like, I'll give you 30 grand for that watch or something like that, and everybody that was in the pawn shop was like, what kind of watch is that, man? What is it, you know, I was like, it's an Audemars T3, you know, and I go, what? No, we wear Braylons and Rolexes, and I the girl saying, oh, so you I, I thought you was broke because you ain't have no cardies. I was like, wow. I it still was broke. I still was broke in the grand scheme of things. But you wasn't broke to her. No, I wasn't broke to her, but it just well, shows you found out about that watch.
0: Now the whole world knows about automere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is,
1: yeah. this is this had to be twenty years ago. You know? Oh my god. So, we're doing it like that twenty years ago? Well, we 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 was we was changing the game twenty years ago with a lot of a lot of things See, that, that was like where I grew up in New York, it wasn't even about um, like what everybody else was doing. It was always trying to do what nobody else was doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's kind of how I was raised. Like if 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 they wearing this like this over there, we are gonna go all the way over here and just do this. You know what I'm saying? Do something different. I feel. You. Yeah, it just want to be different. You know what I'm saying? It just it, it just want to be different. So that's how we were doing. If if everybody was wearing Breitlings and Rolexes, we was looking for something else. We was doing Chappars at the time. I think you and them in them APs. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, you know, everybody started getting on to the APs. They started going on, you know, to the to these other watches. You know what I'm saying? It's just, they're trying to do something. I, I, I used to like when people say, nah, what is that? You know what I'm mean?
0: saying? Like, exactly. Is that? Yeah. I, I fucks with that. You know. That, 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 that That's Detroit, you know. Uh, yeah, you it know. is. It's a, it's
1: a different. Detroit is like Harlem, man. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, like, Detroit and Harlem is really, really close. You no, know what I'm saying? No, like, no, 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 no. Harlem is like Detroit. It's, it's... All right. Either way, they got the same. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, like I, I knew a dude that drove an Ashton Martin, DB9. Uh, Ashton Martin, DB9, right? And so, you know, we, we just knew each other in the street. You know what I'm saying? We never really hung out. You know, one day, like, yo, man, yo, come to the crib, man. And I was like, oh, what, you know what I'm saying? Well, I got to come to your crib for You know what I'm saying? But he's like, yo, man, this, call, come, this is my address. So I get to his crib, I literally thought the guy was trying to set me up. I go in there, and he – I come through the side door is the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. The kitchen don't have no sink, bro, no cabinet. It's just, it's just like a wire coming out the floor. So I'm like, oh, this, this is a setup, bro. This is like on some good fucking stuff. So then he's like, yo, man, it's my room downstairs. And I'm like, bro, what we doing, man? I go downstairs. It's two pit bulls tied up to the stairs, and then he has like 100 champagne bottles, like huge champagne bottles. So I'm like, bro, what are you doing some murder stuff, you know? So I'm like, yo, come on, man. We, we better shake up out of here, bro. The, the guy' car was $150,000. And his house had to be worth $10,000. So. Yeah, that made no sense, but. Man. It, it, Bro, be like that sometime, man. Some people you be seeing, they be fresh. They be fresh to death. And they don't be living right. You know what I'm saying?
0: You know, there, there's, there's dumb money and then there's smart money. Yeah. Dumb money. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, yo, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to buy some 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 photography, they want to buy some
1: clothing, they just want to, you know, be around greatness, how they go about doing that. Yo, just follow me. Um, uh, my, my page is private and they give me a hard time about that, but I'm like you I'm like the lawyer, man. I'm like a say CIA guy. You know, I, I don't want to mess with everybody. You know what i You know, I always believe that eagles flower eagles, you know what I'm saying? So um my Instagram is Blitz from EK, you know what I'm saying? And um just holla at me there, man. I don't got no website nothing like that. I just I deal with people in the street, and you know DM me if you want something. I make everything custom myself. Let me see if I can show you this.
0: Yeah, you gotta, you you definitely got to get a public page, man. If you're gonna be selling like clothing oh, and stuff, man. nah, man.
1: Nah. It don't you don't have know, to be you know, the
0: one. You got nah, just get another one for strictly for the
1: business. But then you got to build that up and all that. Listen, this, this is how I feel like. I'll be feeling like, bro, it, you know, if it worked for you, just let it work. You know what I'm saying? sometimes Oops. sometimes when you try to do more you you mess everything up you know what I'm saying, like even with my clothes I mean people's was like, go I got the supplier he can make you ten coats and twenty but I, I was thinking this like bro what if I buy twenty of these black coats everybody want blue coats you know what I'm saying so i i just i am not saying I, I can't be cold I just kind of just i'm just i'm You're like a bro i'm hard headed yeah, but okay. but it got me here though. I'm not that. Last story, last story. It was a, uh, uh, you see my sewing machine. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was I, I was going to this tailor, right? Uh-huh. I was going to this tailor, and um, you know he was charging me a good price. You know the the the, the sew all of my stuff, my embroidery stuff, on my jackets, my hoodies. And then um, I this time I'm moving. I had an order for two thousand dollars, bro, and hoodies, bro. Twenty hoodies, a hundred dollars a piece. So I go to him, I said, Look, man, I need these done, man. I need to shit these out. He goes, Look, I'm, I'm working on the wedding. By this time, I spent like about five grand with this guy, Muslim mm-hmm. guy, too. And he goes, Ali, Ali, you think this is easy? You think this is easy? Da, da, da. And guess what? He said he couldn't do it. So I lost that money, right? Mm-hmm. I went and found somebody on Google. I went on Google, just like I did my sensei. Mm-hmm. And I found this lady that lived in Commerce Township, and she taught me how to sew. And from, that was like a year and a half ago. Since then, I've been sewing all of my own jackets and everything. Look, look at this. I've
0: been mad at that. Look at
1: this. I do all this myself. That's dope, though. Yeah, I yeah, love that's
0: the fun. work, too, bruh. Like that's, that's fire, though. Well,
1: come on. Stop playing with me. Look at that. That's love, boy. I told you I did the intellectually petty one. <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you on the 2X, right? Yeah. Yes. Right, I got you. I got you, man. You gotta, you gotta go on record and tell my grandmother that you, you made me say those curse words and that I was coerced. She, <laughs> you paid me. <laughs> hey, because I'm gonna hear about that. I ain't worried about nobody else, man. I'm scared. And you say, right? Oh, was it? Is your grandmother Margaret Watson? This is the lady that can't even like. She don't know nothing about technology. Like, we would be on the Barely phone for she two does, hours, bro. Yeah.
0: I, I'm. I, and Miss Watson, it's absolutely my fault. I do apologize. <laughs> sincerely. Um, I, I did not know that you would be joining us. He did not let me know that. However, um, all the language that you did not like uh, was absolutely, I, I'm sorry. I should have checked him and corrected yeah, him, yeah. and I did not. I was not. I'm sorry, artist.
1: Grandma. I, I'm going to call you later. I'll call <laughs> you later. All
0: right, but I got to get out of here. Uh, it's, it's, it's old man. It's peak old man hours basically mm-hmm. I'm about to go to bed after I I'm drink. going straight to I'm sleep. Good. I'm going
1: to drink me a cup of warm milk. This is what happens when you're in old age. All right. <laughs> I'm going to play some Freddie Jackson and I'm going to be knocked out.
0: I'm not mad at the Freddie Jackson though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not mad at the Freddie Jackson. Yo, I'm uh I don't think I I don't think I I didn't give you
1: my number, did I? Nope. tell it to me. I got your address though. Yeah, I'm going to take i I'm going to take my number. Hit me up. Next time you this white man, let's link up go have lunch, man. Oh, no doubt, man.
0: Absolutely. Will do. Well, I'm not lying, man. I'm telling the truth. I believe you, bro. Wow. No, I'm talking about to your grandmother, man. Screw you. Oh. <laughs> I, don't want, she, I don't want her
1: mad at me. She texted you? I, I wish I could see that. Yeah, she said stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do, do you know my grandmother Um, came up on the Malcolm X? You need to have her on the show. She came up on the Malcolm X, and her, she was best friends with Biggie Smalls. Oh, the rapper. The rapper, Little Kim lived directly across the street from on Washington and uh, on Washington Avenue. She knew Biggie like, like literally, is still talked to his mom and everything. Like there was friends, and she thinks it's no big deal. Like grandma, these are iconic people, Malcolm X, and Biggie Smalls. Like, like she was selling some records, right? She was selling like some vinyl records outside. I was in the military already, but mm-hmm. he was blowing up when I left for '96. They was blowing up for real, right? So she had all these vinyl records out and and Big and Puff pulled up and was like, Yo, how much you want, you know, for the records? You know, so she's like, Well, which one? He's like, nah. She had like 10 crates, like, I want all of them, right? So she's she said, Oh yeah, I mean well. He's I'll give you a couple grand. Okay. So she said, her my aunt was just out there waiting for about an hour, and then the Suburbans pulled up to put the you know crates in there. And she turned around to grab one of the crates, and Big hopped out and almost knocked her over. And she said, picky picky give me one more chance. picky Biggie. And that was it. They was friends since then. <laughs> you yeah. We got to get her on one day.
0: Hey, just let me know where, man. Okay. Uh, and I, pro- I promise not to curse.
1: Uh, All right. For anyway. real. For real. Let me, let me Peace, go everybody. Me. Thank y'all for having me, man. I appreciate you having me on. Yo, bro. And, and,
0: and shout out to, to your family, bro. Like, like, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Um, like, I, I've interviewed some of everybody. I'm certain you'll find somebody that you like. Um, like, subscribe, share. I'm pretty sure they're going to share their, their... Oh, for be- sure. But be- be- Jesus out of this, I think that's an acceptable term. Uh, and
1: and we never got to talk about my stripping career. So I was a stripper for like 10 days. My stripping <laughs> name was Cholesterol. Everybody yeah, you know did.
0: that. Yeah, you did.
1: <laughs> Yo, big love, man. Thank you for having me on, man. I got. I'm going to send you a package out tomorrow.
0: All right, no doubt, man. And I'm definitely not having that conversation with your grandma watching. <laughs> uh,
1: so, <laughs> we here, crazy, bro. Man. Love you, grandma. Love right, you, ma. Love you. Love you, Taft and Taft.
0: Yeah, so, so, salute to the whole family. Um, appreciate y'all for tapping in. Y'all have a good one. All
1: right, good luck, big bro. All right, Peace no me. doubt. Yep. Peace.
0: All right. Um. Yes, this is Jobs, and you have tuned in to another episode of Intellectual Petty Radio. I want to thank y'all, um, Yo, I don't think I've ever seen anybody whose family showed up and showed out like you guys did. So, uh, regular chick, Taff, uh, My guy, King Ron. I know you're not related to the family, but I'm sure they welcome you in. Angel Dickerson, uh, the Tafts. Ange- Angela Briscoe. Not sure if you're a family or not, but I'm sure they let you in. Uh, t-, t-, some t. Stevensons. I don't want to butcher your name. I tried. Um, it was not going well. Anyway, I definitely appreciate y'all for tapping in. Um, y'all have a good one, man. And I'm out. Oh, 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 oh. Um, next week we got Bazaar. Um, if you don't know, Bazaar's D12, one of the biggest rap groups ever. Um, and then we got Loose Cannon. Um, this dude's got like a gazillion people on, on IG, and it's all over the place. Anyway, shout out to my manager, Rita, man, for for just just putting in hella work. And on that note, we out. Y'all have a good one.